Welcome to the Strong Like Mum podcast. This podcast is sponsored by WellBaby. WellBaby, from the makers of Pregnacare, provides careful nutritional support for babies and young children from birth to four years. WellBaby is a comprehensive vitamin and mineral range, which includes the exact levels of vitamin A, C and D, as recommended by the UK Department of Health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Strong Like Mum podcast. This is our Talk in 20 episodes where each week we discuss a specialised topic on how to achieve a holistic, healthy and happy postnatal life. This week I'm so happy to welcome Siobhan, founder of The Positive Birth Company, where we'll be talking about finding a positive mindset postpartum as well as how to cope with lack of sleep in those early days. Siobhan is also author of Make Your Birth Better and a mother of three. So hello and welcome. Hi Shakira, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining me. Um, so let's get straight into it. Let's start by discussing those very first few moments postpartum when you've just delivered your baby and you can experience a whole whirlwind of emotions. And I know certainly from all my um, different deliveries that I never felt the same. I felt different each time. How did you find that experience yourself? Yeah, you're so right. So I've had three children and each one has been really different. And I think it's also really hard to predict how you're going to feel on the flip side. You know, when you're pregnant, you're preparing mm. for your birth. Um, with my first baby, I had quite a difficult labour and birth experience. It went on for a couple of days, lots of intervention, and he was born in theatre. And when he was placed onto my chest at that point, you know, I was really out of my mind with exhaustion. Um, I was frightened. I'd been so frightened going to theatre. They had monitors mm. on his head whilst he was still in utero, monitors on me. They topped up my epidural too much. My whole body was shaking like as a reaction to the drugs. So oh, the gosh. whole thing was just so overwhelming. And he got placed on my chest for a moment. I saw his little face and then he was taken away. I was taken to recovery. The whole experience yeah, was just so, I think the main word would be like overwhelming. Mm. With my second baby, I gave birth at home on the sofa and I felt absolutely euphoric. I felt like, <clears throat> sorry, I felt I could run a marathon. I could get up and run a marathon um, on an absolute high. But at the same time, it wasn't a perfect birth, perfect in inverted commas. Um, I did have a postpartum hemorrhage. I did have a hospital, um, a transfer to hospital by ambulance. But I still emotionally felt absolutely like a superhero. And then my third baby was the textbook sort of perfect again in inverted commas birth really straightforward no intervention he was born in the pool um and yet I felt quite flat after that birth mm. you know I didn't feel that same level of euphoria that I had expected to feel mm. so I think it's really hard to predict how you're going to feel and totally normal to feel a whole spectrum of emotions yeah and the idea that you're going to meet your baby and feel in love straight away is a bit of a myth yeah I think that's really great you talking about all those different experiences, because as I said, I had that. And you do hear of like, you, your baby's born and you get a rush of hormones and you're going to feel fantastic. And of course, that can sometimes be the case, but there are loads of different ways that you can feel. And I remember particularly with my second, because I remember in the pregnancy thinking, how am I going to feel about a baby that's not Rio, not my first? How can this be? And when he was born, I, I felt, you know, I really, I really loved him from probably before he was even born, but I really felt the love. But I looked at him and my first thought was, 
I don't know who you are. Like, you're a complete straight, like, who are you? You're, you're amazing and I love you, but I don't know you. You're, you're going to have your own personality, your own story. And I don't know who that is yet. And that was like the overwhelming thing where I was like, okay, now let's get to know each other, which hadn't even crossed my mind the first time. And then the third time with the twins, I kind of expected, okay, there's going to be a period of time where I'm going to get to know these babies. And I sort of expected it, but it came as a shock because with the first time I did have this whole, wow, my gosh, isn't this perfect? Isn't this amazing? And the second time, whilst I instantly loved him, I did think, gosh, I've got to get to know you first. Yeah, it's so interesting how you can feel so different from baby to baby. And I remember feeling so worried about when I was having my second baby and I absolutely adored my first child. How was I possibly going to have capacity to love this second baby as much? And I think that's probably quite a common worry. And I loved him instantaneously. That was that it was with that birth that I got that instant hit of absolute love, that massive feeling Mm. that everyone talks about. But then I didn't get that with my third. So yeah Mm. it's so different and I even I actually spoke about this on my own social media just my personal account just a couple days ago that actually with my third baby he was so difficult um not the birth as I mentioned that was really straightforward Mm. but he had bad reflux he cried a lot um he threw up Mm. after every feed he was just really challenging and I think Mm. it took me a long time to love him and I kind of had Mm. forgotten about that period he's now four and he's like a little mini me and I love him so hard (laughs) but I kind of forgot that actually in the early maybe early years I didn't really feel that for him it took time Mm. and I shared that on social media and so many people were like I'm so glad you've said that and I Mm. kind of didn't really realize people don't talk about that but that's really normal that it takes time yeah absolutely I also felt that sometimes um and I I'm not sure how many people will relate to this. It might be quite specific, but I I have two boys and then I had twins and they were non-identical and one was a boy and one was a girl. And when they were born and everyone was like, you've got a girl, wow. Like, and you know, you must've been waiting for ages for her. And I felt, A, I felt this pressure to be like, oh my gosh, I meant to really feel this special, unique thing with this girl. But actually she's a baby. She feels like all my babies. You know, I didn't feel like, wow, I've waited a lifetime for you. I felt, like I loved her but the same as my you know all my babies and I really felt that pressure in those first few weeks to you know every time I met someone they say oh you finally got the girl that you've been hoping for and I thought I don't think we've ever talked about I don't know why you're saying that but yeah she's she's great but you know as you said there there can be a period of adjustment and, and that's absolutely normal um just moving on slightly, like from, again, in personal experience, that postnatal recovery period that you talked about there, you know, you've had different recoveries as well. I found that in this last, uh, my last delivery with the twins, possibly my most, my most challenging. I had a cesarean, which I haven't had before. And I, you know, I really felt like my body was poked and prodded and injected and it's just gone through a cesarean section anyway. And I almost felt as though it was being treated without any real respect for it being my private space um, have you ever either experienced this yourself or heard of other women who have felt this way? And how can women find ways to cope with this? Yeah, so the postnatal period can be really brutal. Um, it, obviously, depending on the type of birth you've had, but I mean, all births, to be honest, are, are pretty physically yeah. challenging. But um, some births certainly, you know, have left women feeling traumatised. And then, yeah, the postnatal period equally yeah can be so hard for so many different reasons you know physically emotionally people have stitches through cesareans or tears or 
just so many things. Even going to the toilet for the first time after giving birth can be such a scary moment. Um, I guess my only advice that I have for people is really to take the time to rest and recover, to recognise that your mm. body has really gone through something quite monumental and to give yourself mm. the space. And I always hear this um, recommendation for one week in bed and one week on the sofa. You know, that's what, after you give birth, you should spend one week in bed resting with your baby uh. and one week on the sofa. And I know it's not always possible, but I do think, you know, mm. even with my own experience with my first baby, when I definitely could have done that, I was mm. up and about, out to the shops, couldn't wait to show mm. off my baby. <laughs> you know, put, my, put myself under pressure to sort of get up, get washed, get dressed, you know, prepare food. And yeah. actually, I would encourage people to take that pressure off themselves. And I think that you know lockdown has been really difficult but if there's one positive i think that it is actually that new mums are staying at home and aren't mm. under pressure to entertain family and guests and actually mm. maybe they do have the opportunity now to rest and also if they have a partner who perhaps is working from home now or has been furloughed yeah. actually they can really get to know each other as a new little family unit in a bubble at home yeah i think that is one one positive of, of lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, interestingly, I feel as though there can be this sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of this, this, this inconsistency, actually, because I, I totally agree with you. I think rest and recovery is really important, particularly in those early days. But when I had the twins with the whole lockdown, I was in hospital, so I wasn't at home initially. I was had to stay in hospital for about a week, I think, with the twins. They were born slightly early. And I wasn't allowed any visitors. My husband was allowed for two hours a day, and that was it, nobody else. And the staff obviously incredibly overworked because they had, it still had the same amount of work, but less staff because people were either off sick or having to isolate because of family members or something. something. And I felt like instantly there was... I was kind of expected to do a lot. And I've, as I said, I've not had a cesarean before. And of all the deliveries where I felt like I really need to rest, they were like, okay, you know, here's your injection. And then we're gone for five hours. And I was left alone with two new babies could, you know, was struggling to, as you said, go to the toilet or, you know, things like that. And I felt um, quite, uh, quite a lot of pressure actually to, to not get the rest that I felt that I could really have used but certainly as you said when I came home I felt that support and that was that was really um a big change for me and I feel as though when I got home that's really when my recovery was able to start better um lots of women when they come home again I've had this I'm sure you have well you get home and you think what do I do now <laughs> I've got a baby especially with the first one I brought him home and we brought him into the living room we put him down and then we sort of looked at him and we were like <laughs> what do you do with a child now that is home and um you know although parenthood can just be amazing to be a first-time parent it can come with challenges and also almost like a shock to the system so how can women maybe better prepare for those early parenting moments well I think what you've just described is what almost everybody feels uh certainly first-time yeah. parents I think that so much the focus is on preparing for birth you know going to your antenatal classes whether they're in person or online, you know, however you're doing it. And then nobody really thinks about the big after, <laughs> that whole yeah. lifetime where you're raising the child, <laughs> you know, that bit. Um, 
And we, you know, when at the Positive Birth Company, we started by doing hypnobirthing classes, obviously designed for pregnancy and preparing for birth. And we just got, yeah. we heard this all the time from our community that they went into birth feeling really informed, you know, felt really empowered and confident, knew what they were doing. And then they came home with their baby and felt completely the opposite, you know, underprepared, uninformed, <laughs> just really yeah. out of their depth. And we heard that so frequently that we thought we really need to do something about this. So we actually created the postpartum pack uh, just in direct response to people saying this very thing. Mm. And so we spoke to the community and asked them what they wish they'd had more help with or what they wish they'd known. Um, and actually, we had thousands and thousands of responses, but we were able to whittle it down to about seven or eight kind of key things that people wish they'd known more about. And that yeah. was exactly what to expect in the hours and days mm. after birth um yeah feeding infant feeding infant sleep mental health physical recovery mm. self-care mm. how to do that when you've got a newborn baby yeah. relationship challenges you know a changing dynamic mm. at home bringing a new baby into the house and so yeah. we then recruited different experts in all those areas and put together this online course which has these amazing workshops covering all of these things and yeah. it's not wow. norm it's not common I suppose to think about that postnatal period but I think if you're listening and you're pregnant I couldn't recommend more you know preparing for that and in downloading your postpartum pack yeah I mean it sounds like a massive sales pitch but honestly and we've got a lot of free content on our YouTube channel as well all about this from those different experts so even if it's just a case of going to the YouTube channel and watching those videos I really think it's so important to think beyond the birth and prepare yeah, a little no, it's bit great. for what's actually going to be think on the it's... flip side rather than finding yourself postpartum sleep deprived and being like in an absolute state of panic because you never knew any of this stuff you know yeah no absolutely I think it's great that you've put that pack together because um you know it doesn't just cater with it doesn't just focus on one element but it, you've you've covered just a broad yeah. broad spectrum of topics there and it is so important you know I, you learn how to swaddle a baby and change its nappy when you're doing these courses uh, before delivery and then not much else and as you said it can just be a minefield you mentioned their breastfeeding yeah. and that's something that I feel comes up a lot from the community that I connect with online is that that can be this incredible demand and you know women are not necessarily prepared for that adequately during pregnancy how was your experience with breastfeeding so again that was different with all three babies um with my first baby I was determined to breastfeed because I put myself under so much pressure you know this is what I must do I felt like I had failed which I know and it's a word I hate, and I always say you cannot fail at birth. But 13 years yeah. ago, I felt like I failed, you know, giving birth in theatre. Um, he was pulled out with forceps, you know, I felt very down on myself. And I just mm. thought I can't fail at breastfeeding, which now I know yeah. is ridiculous. And I would say to anybody, it's not failing. <laughs> but that's, that's yeah. how I felt at the time. Um, so I was so determined to do it. And it was so painful. It was really awful. Um, but I had a wonderful midwife come round and she helped me and I actually expressed for a few weeks to allow my nipples to heal. And so um, right. my baby had breast milk by a bottle. Then I used nipple shields and slowly got him back onto the breast and I ended up feeding for a year. So that, that did work out well in the end. Um, wow. With my second, I was petrified of the pain. I thought it's going to happen again. You know, it's going to be awful. And it was absolutely straightforward literally wow. easy as anything 
So then with my third baby, I was arrogant. I thought, I've got it now. Third one, I know what I'm doing. And it was back to painful. Oh, no. (laughs) And he used to feed so ferociously. And, you know, third baby, I knew how to position him. But he would, like, pull his head and tug, you know, on the nipple. And it was just... He was such a violent feeder. You'd hear him, you know, if I was out in public and I'd put him onto the breast to feed him and all the little babies would be feeding quietly. You'd hear him like a monster attacking me. Um, It was so hard. But, you know, I actually then did mixed feeding with him. I was less hard on myself, you know, and I thought, give myself a break here. And I I did do mixed with formula and and breast milk. So I had very different experiences. But... I certainly think there's a lack of support out there, especially in lockdown. So we actually have free breastfeeding workshops on our YouTube channel. Um, We have one for preparing to breastfeed antenatally, and then we have one um, about postnatally common challenges that people um, might encounter. And those two workshops are on the YouTube channel. So if you are struggling with feeding, um, you know, there is support out there. And there are also lots of other organisations and helplines Um, that provide free support but also I'd say you know go easy on yourself if it's not working out um Mm. it's not a failure you know you're doing your absolute best and there's absolutely no shame in using a bottle using formula mixed feeding you know we put so much pressure on ourselves but at the end of the day I think you know be kind to yourself um let's talk about sex after birth so i've spoken to so many friends about this and i i don't think i've ever had the same answer twice um for some women in particular those who have maybe experienced a trauma during birth sex can just be the last thing on their minds how can they perhaps begin to reconnect with their partner in that way or yeah just feel more confident in that area again Sure. So obviously I'm not a sex expert, so I can't (laughs) can't pretend to be one. (laughs) But um, I have picked up a few tips actually from people that are experts. um, And and we cover this as well in our postpartum pack because it is such a common uh, challenge after birth. Um, And Anna Martha, who's a psychotherapist, talked about this term called touched out, which is where if you've got a baby on you the whole day, as you often do in the postnatal period, you know, you're breastfeeding perhaps or just constantly rocking them and holding them. Actually, when they go down to sleep, the last thing you want is someone else touching you. And I hadn't heard Mm. of that phrase before, that actually you just want your own space. And so that can be, you know, another challenge to kind of overcome. But in terms of tips, you know, I've got two tips. One, communication. I thought you said tips. Tips, I've got two tips. And I was like, oh, I've still got two tips. (laughs) Lucky me. Tips, yes. Tips. (laughs) Tips. Um... (laughs) communication is really key so if you are feeling that way you're feeling touched out that you you know you've been with your baby all day and actually you just want to get into the bath and be alone um you know Mm. communicating that to your partner because if you Mm. don't have communication and you just keep sort of turning down advances and just you know not not talking about it your your partner might feel that you're not interested in them anymore, that things have changed, mm. you know, and it can lead to all kinds of different feelings that actually mm. could be completely alleviated by just talking about how you're feeling. Right. And then if you're scared about having sex because you've just given birth recently and, you know, you're healing and it all feels a bit strange down there, the great unknown, um, yeah. small acts of intimacy, you know, start building from that. You know, so you don't need to think I've got to have sex. You know, that's that's what I've got to do right now. So maybe you want to just explore yourself. 
you know, to get to know what it yeah. feels like down there. Maybe get a, if you've had stitches, you know, I remember personally, I felt when I touched with my hand, that it was like Frankenstein down there. That's what I felt like. And I thought, oh my God, it's awful because yeah. of the stitches. And my midwife yeah. encouraged me to get a mirror and have a look myself. And when I had a look myself, it was, there was barely anything visible at all. Like it was so neat. And yet just yeah. by touching with my hand and not seeing it felt awful. So, you know, yeah. get a mirror, have a look, explore, get familiar with your, your new body and then small yeah. acts of intimacy with your partners build from there. You know, even just like lying on the sofa in an embrace, you know, starting very gently and, and building mm. up. Yeah, really great, great, great advice. Um, that's I'm sure that will help loads of women. Um, let's talk about, you started there to talk a little bit about bonnet, body image and how, how women might feel themselves. Um, I had a really interesting experience after my cesarean where it just opened my eyes to the disconnect that you can feel from your body and not even in a way of feeling, oh, you know, aesthetically, like, oh, I don't look the way, but really feeling out of touch with my body. I just could not, my mind was just not feeling this weirdness that I felt in my body. You know, I had water retention. I, I sort of had preeclamptic symptoms towards the end of my twin pregnancy and the water retention in my legs and then I had the scar and I just completely felt, weird how can you build confidence body confidence you know in that time yeah it can be really hard if you feel like your body's not your own as you've described you know not and I think oh a couple of things you know being kind to yourself you know that sounds like a bit of a throwaway term but you know we look at ourselves with a very critical lens you know and try to try Mm. to reframe that and actually think about what your body's done, you know? We should be in awe of our bodies. They've done, after we've actually grown an entire new human, or two in your case, and brought them into the world, you know? I wish that every woman would feel absolutely so proud and in awe of her body. Um, So try and sort of reframe and be kinder to yourself. And, you know, that inner critical voice, try to replace that with a kind voice. Um, And also what you surround yourself with, you know, what you look at on your social media and things like that, you know, follow people. Uh, There's lots and lots of body positive activists and campaigners, you know, follow those Mm. people, follow other women in the same situation as you who are posting real pictures rather than, you know, really glossy filtered ones, you know, be mindful of of the content that you're absorbing. You know, also there's Mm. loads of great podcasts all about, um, body confidence and body positivity and again what Mm. you're absorbing is going to really make a difference to how you feel about yourself yeah absolutely 100% um and so let's talk about you know you've you've had this baby you're you've moved forwards you've sort of recovered uh, you feel that you're getting to grips with your new role as a mum how can you maybe prepare for a subsequent pregnancy with positivity well, obviously, I really recommend hypnobirthing. <laughs> that's yes. that's what I do. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I can't rave about hypnobirthing enough. Like, it's absolutely changed my life. I, as I mentioned yeah. at the beginning of this, I had a really difficult birth with my first baby, and I hadn't done any... Um, well, I had done the free classes that the hospital offered, but I hadn't been to any right. kind of private classes because I couldn't afford them back then. And I definitely hadn't even heard about hypnobirthing. So I went into birth mm. feeling really quite I was quite naive you know and I think that massively impacted how things panned out and then Mm. when I did a hypnobirthing course seven years later when I was pregnant with my second son it was just so incredibly eye-opening and not only did I feel more confident and excited for my second birth but I came to understand 
so much of what had happened the first time and how I could avoid that yeah. same thing happening again. So it, yeah. it was had such a transformative, you know, impact on me. And obviously after I gave birth, I trained to become a hypnobirthing teacher. I set up the Positive Birth Company. So it really is something that I'm so passionate about. And I think yeah. that, you know, everybody, the thing that's key to me is that everybody should have access to this information. It shouldn't be, you yeah. know, an elitist sort of private, expensive class. So yeah. that's really what we do at the Positive Birth Company is make this education accessible. Yeah, and I I did hypnobirthing the second time. And with, with my first, I had a great, you know, textbook, inverted commas, perfect um, birthing experience with my first. But then I almost found myself more nervous for the second because I thought it can't get better than that. It can't get better than that. So what's going to happen now? And so I did some hypnobirthing and I found it just great. You know, I, I, and I had a, um, I wanted the epidural. So I wasn't going for like a home birth or anything like that. I wanted to be in hospital, wanted to have all the machines, all the drugs, all the everything. But I used the hypnobirthing during pregnancy to help me stay positive. And then I still used it in those early stages of labor. And even when they were doing the epidural, I used my hypnobirthing technique. So again, you know, I'm a big fan of hypnobirthing therapy in general but it definitely I used that um you know and I've I've done your course as well and it was absolutely fantastic um how do you feel just to just to end with you know the perinatal mental health and sort of the stigma surrounding that yeah so much stigma around mental health in general I think you know compared to any sort of physical ailments um people don't talk about their mental health as you know they do more nowadays, but still, I think there's stigma mm. and certainly so much pressure uh, in pregnancy and postnatally. And women are so worried about talking about their feelings or they might be labelled a bad mum or even thinking they might ha- not have not be able to keep their babies. You know, really kind of mm. very, <clears throat> sorry, extreme thoughts and worries. And so people yeah. keep quiet about their thoughts. You know, maybe they have um, maybe they don't feel like they love their baby or maybe they don't or they have um, intrusive thoughts, which are very common, where they kind of imagine doing something Mm. terrible. And actually, they just keep Mm. this all to themselves because they're scared to share. And it's so important to talk because these things are not uncommon. These feelings are not uncommon. So talking to either your friends or family, or talking to professionals, or talking to people on a forum anonymously. You know, we have um, online communities where where you can open up and share and perhaps it's easier to do that sometimes when there's a bit of anonymity and actually you'll find that so many other people are in the exact same boat experiencing the exact same things and you're not alone and that in itself can be so helpful to know that how you're feeling you're you know you're not alone in that yeah absolutely 100% and I, I mean I've been uh on a big mental health journey myself over the last well, 10 years since I was a teenager, really, but certainly the last 10 years. And I've been on this big recovery um, over the last maybe three or four years. And now being on the other side of it, I used to think there is, you know, I felt so completely overwhelmed by my anxiety and I suffered with OCD. And I remember thinking that this can't get, I can't actually get better. There's, it's just way too much. But now I'm on the other side of it. And, you know, anyone that's listening that is really struggling you absolutely you can get through it it takes a lot of work but you can um you can get through it and then with the twins in this this last pregnancy that I just had they're now five months old um 
it was my most positive pregnancy, my most positive postnatal experience. I used to be freaked out by newborns. I thought, I, I, this is so overwhelming. I feel so much pressure to take care of this person who can't communicate properly with me. And I'm so calm now. And there's two of them. And we're in a global pandemic, in a lockdown. And, and actually, I've managed to recover my mental health to a position where I feel really confident. So it is absolutely possible. Um, Siobhan, thank you so much for sharing all your insights and expertise. Just quickly to round up, let us know where people can find out more about you. Sure, yeah. So um, we're The Positive Birth Company, at The Positive Birth Company on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And um, we share positive birth stories and affirmations. We've got loads of free resources on our YouTube channel. Um, and we're just about to start our playtime series. Every single weekday morning at 10 o'clock, we're going to have a free um, baby and toddler class so there's loads there to support mums uh, during this really really tricky time great thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to another episode of the strong light mum podcast and remember vitabiotics well baby expert nutritional care for your little ones for the start of their journey to find out more visit www.wellbaby.com